Okay. So the Tanya of today is the first part of the third level, third letter, sorry, of Gersakaitis. And we are analyzing here a Pasuk with a very strong application. And he garbed himself with staka. Staka means charity and righteousness. As with a coat of mail, that is what we're going to focus on today. And the helmet of salvation upon his head. So this verse is talking about God's promised actions in defense of the Jewish people. He's garbing himself with his coat of mail and with his helmet of salvation. Now, a very strong premise, which is the uh, underpinnings of this entire letter, is that our deeds that mirror God's are a vehicle to receive and bring about God's reciprocal action, meaning what I do will create God's response. So based on this verse, when I act in a righteous and charitable manner, in a fashion of stucca, as the verse says, this conduct is calling down divine activity of tzedakah for me. My divine service that resembles God's acts of tzedakah is going to create this coat of mail that we're going to discuss today for the body and this helmet of salvation, which we're not going to touch upon today, for the head. So based on this verse, our sages said, that just was with chain mail. If you can think of, a, if you ever saw a picture of like those medieval soldiers with those chain mail all over like their top at least or whole body perhaps. So all the individual scales add up to form this large coat of mail. So too it is with charity. All the individual coins given to charity add up to a great amount. So we have an obvious question. What am I, what's gained by this analogy? I mean, I understand that if I every day give $5, after 10 days it will be $50, and after 100 days it will be $500. So obviously all my individual coins add up to a great amount. Just like if I was thinking of a coat of mail, every scale, 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 scale over that entire coat creates this whole coat of mail. So I understand, but I don't see what I'm gaining by this analogy. So the Rebbe is going to explain, and explain at length what he means. The Rebbe says that in this coat of mail, you have scales. Now, the scales are not only creating the coat, they're actually covering the gaps formed. In other words, it's as if there's this iron links to create this, you know, flexible coat. And then because of the links, there's, there's gaps. So the sword, the arrow can go through the gaps. So then we have all of these scales that are covering the gaps in the mail. And this is what charity does. Actually, charity does, charity does two things, as we're going to explain. Charity is both creating the chinks, the little gaps in the coat of mail, and charity also is going to create the protective scales to cover those gaps. So charity has tremendous power. And now the Rebbe is going to explain how. It says, our sages say, charity is greater than all of the commandments. Why? So let's understand what commandments do, and then we'll understand what charity can do. All commandments, whenever I do a mitzvah, it creates a garment for the soul. Now, when am I going to appreciate and need this garment? After life, when the soul goes to Gan Eden, 
There's enormous godly revelations of God Aiden. But those godly revelations are so great, and my soul is, in contrast to it, sort of finite, that I would just be blown away and nullified in the presence of these infinite divine revelations. So therefore, I have the garments. Every mitzvah, every commandment I did in this world creates a garment that my soul is dressed in, in Gan Eden. And since the mitzvah, the commandment, comes from the infinity of God, so it enables the soul to absorb the infinite revelations in Gan Eden. Because in our world, the godliness is limited. It's what we call mimale kol almin, a godliness which fills all the worlds, which sort of integrates and becomes manifest within the creation it animates. But the infinite divine illuminations are called soivev kol almin, that which encompasses all the worlds, which are not limited to finite, to my finite spiritual capacity. They transcend my finite spiritual capacity. They affect me from afar. That's why it's soivev, encompassing. So in Gan Eden, there's all this soivev energy, and there's my soul, which is very finite compared to this soivev energy, and my soul can't absorb it. It would just be nullified by it. But through the garments created by the commandments, the mitzvahs I did in this world, they're now a vehicle for me to absorb the soivev energies. Instead of being nullified by them, instead of not benefiting from them, I can now absorb them. Because, again, the commandment is from God's will, from the level of soivev. So it can be the source for a garment to absorb the energy of soivev. Okay, that's in general all commandments. Now we're going to go on to explain soivev's relationship with our world and explain how my charity interfaces with this. Now our world, our physical world, we know is coming from a whole chain of worlds. There was Atsilos, and then became much more constricted Bri, and much more constricted Yitzira, and much more constricted Asiya, and from that came a physical manifestation of Asiya, which is our world. Now, around these four worlds is a garment. And the garment is from the infinity of God's infinite light. The infinite light of God is the garment and encompasses the spheros, the divine manifestations in these worlds. Now, all the energy of the spheros is mimale, is this constricted energy. But around them is this infinite light as a garment. So a person could say, why do we need this garment? The four worlds are godly energy, within which is the spheros, the divinity, the godly energy. And we've discussed this in earlier sections of Tanya we've done. This is the words that emanate from God himself and the letters. So this is all godliness. So why around all this godliness do we need God's infinite light as a garment? So the Rebbe explains that the garment of God's infinite light around these four worlds, within the spheros of the four worlds, is investing itself and radiating inside the world to give the godly energy of the world. Meaning, how is there this divine energy of Atsilus, which then descends to the divine energy of Bria, which descends to the divine energy of Yitzir, which descends to the divine energy of Sia? How is this possible? Because of this enormous infinite light of the infinity of God, which is the garment that then constricts itself enormously. It's a quantitative constriction, but even more than that, it's a qualitative constriction. 
Because going from an infinite light to a light that can be illuminated in a finite manner. Because the four worlds are, relatively speaking, finite godly energy, mimale energy. And the, the garment around them is ain't self, it's limitless, it's infinite energy, it's soyvev. So this light from the encompassing infinite light that comes inside the four worlds to be their essence source energy is called the orpnimi, the indwelling light of the worlds, which means indwelling that's become small enough to match the capacity of whatever is being produced. Okay, so that's how creation happens. Now let's get back to me. I'm doing a mitzvah. When I do a commandment, I am eliciting the encompassing light of God that's around the world and uniting it with that orpnimi, with the indwelling light. So my, the infinite transcendent light, the ormakif, permeates the orpnimi, the indwelling light within creation. And this is what we call the fusion of these two aspects of God, Kutshabrihu and Shchinte. Kutshabrihu means the Holy One, the level of infinity, the level we're calling here Sayyid Kalalman, the encompassing. Shchinte, Shchina is the indwelling light. Kadosh means holy, means separate, means beyond creation. Shchina means dwells. So this is the indwelling light that dwells within creation. So here my commandment elicited that light which was the garment around the world, the level of Kadosh Baruch Hu, to fuse with the light that has already been constricted from that infinite light to be the Arpnimi, to be the indwelling light, and the two are fused together. That's why some have accustomed to say this phrase, for the sake of the fusion of before performing mitzvahs, because that's what it does. From a reflection of a reflection of this encompassing light by tremendous contraction comes that garment for my soul in Ganeden, as we spoke about before, to absorb all the godliness of Ganeden. But that implies, which is exactly what our sages say, Schar Mitzvah In this world, there's no reward for the fulfillment of the commandments. Not meaning the commandments have no reward. But in this world, we can't get the reward. Why can't we get the reward in this world? Because our world is so constricted. There's such enormous contractions in our world that our world can't absorb this infinite light that is coming to be a garment for my soul. It can't contain it. In our world, our world, these ten spheros that make up the Atzilus, Abriya, Yitzir, and Asiya, they are referred to as like the body. This is what the Zohar calls God's body. Now, a body and soul are incomparable. So it's as if the soul, we're here talking about God, so to speak, is this infinite light, and the body is the godly light of the spheros. So in our world, our world is coming from the divine energy of the spheros. But it's as if the mitzvah I did is eliciting soul, the infinite light of God, to come in. But soul can't come into this world of God, so to speak, body. 
That's what our sages are saying. There's no reward in this world. Not that there's no reward. There's tremendous reward. The reward is the infinity of God himself in clothing my soul. But that can't get into the body. So, there is a something that happens when I'm doing charity and kindness. Why? Because it says through those commandments of charity and kindness, there is some enjoyment of reward in this world, a very minuscule reward compared to the infinity of Soviet called Almin, God's light surrounding my soul in the Garden of Eden and God Eden and me absorbing that infinite divine energy. So very minuscule compared to that. But that can't come into this world. But there's something that can come into this world. Again, this world is like the body of God. The soul energy can't get in in a revealed way. But let's go back now to that garment that we said envelops the body. Remember, the garment of God's infinite light, the Ain Sof, the infinity of God, envelops the body, these vessels of the ten spheres. So we have the, the, the garment enveloping the body. When I do a commandment of kindness, of charity, it's as if my commandment pierces that garment that envelops the body, the Tenth Commandment, the Tenth Spheros, and makes gaps. So now there's little chinks. Remember, we spoke about the chinks in the male, so now, in that male protection. So now there's little chinks. So through these chinks, through these gaps, the infinite light can be, can illuminate, can irradiate, can be diffused down to me. So if these chinks are coming through the sphere, the attribute of kindness, the right arm of God, this gives me longevity in this world. If the chinks, if the gaps come in the left arm of God, which is the attribute of glory, of strength, there brings down wealth and honor in this world. And so too, with all parts of the body of God, all of these ten attributes, every attribute has ways that that divine, infinite light irradiating that attribute brings down to me this semi-infinite energy. Beauty will come to me through the trait of God's beauty, majesty, splendor, all of these things. When the infinite light, that garment surrounding the world with their ten attributes, now has these chinks, these gaps created by my charity. Remember, just like the verse says, this goes back to the initial verse where we're saying that God garbs himself with charity as with a coat of mail. And we said that in a coat of mail, there's those chinks. And then there has to be the scales to cover the chinks. So my charity made the chinks, made the gaps in that garment of infinity to pour it in through the body to me. Oh, but then I've got a problem. Why do I have a problem? Because if there's gaps, then not only can I absorb, which I'm supposed to absorb, this is coming from my charity, but the forces of evil also are suddenly drawn to absorb. They also want to absorb this energy. 
So what happens? So to forestall this, my charity now does something else as well, simultaneously really. It causes that encompassing light that's coming down to me to be reflected back and fill the breaches. In other words, remember we said by the code of mail, there's two aspects very significant in this analogy. One is in a code of mail, there are chinks, there's gaps. The second is over those gaps, there are scales to protect the wearer. So there are the gaps, but there are the scales of protection. So my act of charity created the gaps to allow that infinite light to be funneled through the more finite godliness of this world to feed me reward in this world for my commandments. And at the same time, it reflects back. The light bounces back to become the scales of protection to cover over those gaps so the forces of evil cannot feed off this light. So this is what our sages meant when they said, based on this verse, that says that God, with charity, he's garbing himself with charity, as with a coat of mail. And our sages said that just as with the chain mail, all the individual scales add up to form a large coat of mail, so it is with charity. So we see here, it doesn't just mean, oh, you gave $5 every day for 10 days. Oh, wow, there's a lot of money. There's $50. Like, oh, there's a lot of scales in that coat of mail. But no, the charity is acting exactly like in this code of mail. The charity is creating the gaps, which I need to bring the infinite light to me to be rewarded in this world, despite the normally more finite nature of the godly energy. And the charity is causing the light to bounce back to also create the scales to cover those gaps so my light, my reward, that divine energy given to me is protected and won't be feeding grounds for the forces of evil. So all of this is a tremendous spiritual power to my acts of charity.